started doing 1031 p.m. Happy Wellness Wednesday, November 17th, 2021. Thank you for tuning in, listening, and supporting. Appreciate you. We're going to hear a little bit of news from YouTube, Roland Martin Unfiltered. judge determined it would be inappropriate to send him to prison. <laughs> Christopher Belcher Jr. pled guilty to third-degree rape and attempted first-degree sexual abuse along with two counts of second-degree sexual abuse. He sexually assaulted four teenage girls, yet Judge Matthew J. Murphy III placed Belcher on probation for eight years. Now, Belcher also has to register as a sex offender. Attorneys for the victims claim Belcher's white privilege and wealth attributed to his light punishment. Now, the judge said that him having a registered sex offender would hang over his life, and he would have to deal with that reality. And Robert, the judge, said he preyed on this decision. This, they look, this, this, this story is so crazy. Hold up. I, I, I got to further unpack it. The story is so crazy because they had these parties at his home. His parents were participants supplying the girls with alcohol and marijuana. They also go on trial. And they said that this home was like the party house. He raped one girl. And she said she looked at the leaves uh, to take her mind off of it. So this wasn't like a guy who fondled a girl's breast that is still grossly inappropriate. No, he raped, sexually assaulted four girls, and the judge said, now, you, you shouldn't go to jail. I think we can forget just the sheer power that state and superior court judges have in this country. And I, I've been the Biden's push is to get more black voters to run for judge. Uh, it's a thankless job. We spend a lot of time calling the calendar in most cases. Uh, not exciting, but we're going to have to get on these benches across the country. We've got to start running for judge. We have to start running for DA. We have to start running for solicitor general because the only way that we make changes in the system is to become the system itself. Uh, and so I think that's going to have to be the, the push going forward because the amount of leeway. Uh, that many uh, that many times judges have in deciding uh, cases and deciding sentencing, even when even when there's an agreement between the defense counsel and the prosecution, the judge always has the option to uh, to divert from those uh, uh, from those uh, that agreement and to issue whatever verdict or whatever sentence they feel, and you can either take it or leave it. So uh, it's very important for us to really get into the arena and become those judges, become those prosecutors, and up and down the line across the country because we're going to continue to see these misuses of justice. This is, I mean, I remember, I remember the case, Monique, out of California where uh, it was a Stanford student uh, who uh, sexually assaulted uh, a young lady uh, and the judge uh, did not send him to jail. Uh, this is even more egregious. This was four underage girls who he raped and the judge goes, yeah, it, it 
frozen. All right, we'll get her shot straight. Scott, go ahead. Yes. Yeah. But it's even worse than what she gave, Coach Brolin. As I researched this case, these were more than one incident. There were there were an incident with two young women when he was underage. And if he and he got probation, I think, on the first two, and that if he completed probation, he would get youth offender treatment, which is even more egregious because then as a juvenile he can't, he, he, it won't be on his record, if you will. Then you had the second two, right? And because he had completed the first probationary period where he could get youth, uh, uh, youth offender treatment, like he would in most jurisdictions, now that's the basis, arguably, why the judge says, well, he completed the first set of probation, but he continued to be, be um, have contrition that he hasn't gotten any more trouble before, and so I'm going to give him eight years of probation, and that won't be easy. Are you kidding me? That is that is an outrageous determination. And you know, if he were black, the tropes of Mandingo warriors sleeping with these young white girls, they would have thrown the book at him. Look at Jimmy Gardner, played for the Chicago Cubs in West Virginia, a sexually alleged sexually assaulted two white women. He got 70 plus years as a first offender. I don't care where this jurisdiction is. It would have been different for black people. And I got, and, and it, 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 it just it, it just burns you up. It's offensive, actually, to our criminal justice system. And there's no way for it to appeal to sentencing, if you will, by the government. So I think my colleague is right about getting more black judges. But how about this? How about just better judges, period, right, who have a sense of justice and fairness and equality? One of the attorneys for the district said, uh, Leah Hammond, she raises the bad seeds and just screw up. She could not believe what this judge said in this Right, but I mean, I'm just not surprised. It's, un it's, it's unfortunate, uh, the imbalance in the system, but, but we find that imbalance uh, both ways. I, I dropped off, so I, I couldn't hear what one of my colleagues said, but what we also find um, is that the type of leniency and the type of uh, use of judicial discretion that sometimes should be given in these cases is not given when it is black and brown people. Uh, so you have people who are charged as adults for sexual misconduct or for rape or for sexual assault for things that happened when they were teens, for things that happened that uh, were arguably consensual, and there is no uh, equitable remedy offered. There, there is nothing offered, and they, they end up serving jail time. So it, it goes both ways, uh, and I didn't study all of the particulars of this case to know whether any leniency was required, uh, but it is not as simple to me as whatever gets done to the black people should get done to the white people. What really it is, is sometimes what is happening for the white people should also be happening for black and brown people. Well, Monique, I talked about youth offender treatment earlier in the case, and so there was some of that going on, but it's still an outrageous decision. These four young white women, they could be white, red, white, blue, or yellow. They were raped to be a crime of power and punishment 
they're making in Washington D.C. because we've seen this for uh, as long as we've been in this country, and uh, unless they're willing to stand up and fight against us now, when we finally have the type of political cash they needed, uh, we cannot let this opportunity go to waste. What he said. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know. These, these cases are all, frankly, um, running together. And we, as, as Robert said, we need holistic solutions. One of the concerns that I often have, and it's, it's not whether it's Denise Jones or Maude Osley or whether it's Trayvon Martin or Mike Brown or whether it's Joshua Thieves or whatever the case may be, the difficulty is case-by-case case individual solutions do not provide global um, fixes for problems that will continue to occur over and over again. So our, our solutions have to be pointed in other directions while we leave it to the attorneys to do their individual work. Thank you. 